Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, we continue our series looking at world religions. We were talking about Hinduism uh, yesterday, Buddhism the day before. We started off the week with Christianity and Islam, Judaism today. Yankee Fockler is the founder and chair of the Jewish Historical Society of Ireland. Yankee, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you. And thanks for uh, coming into studio. We might start with that uh, that word history, historical. Um, You know, it was easy with the other Abrahamic religions to pinpoint the starting point, you know, uh, uh, Christ and Muhammad. Um, How far back are we going in time with Judaism? Well, I think you've said it. It's Abraham. When was that? About 4,000 years ago. Okay. Um, That's why we call it the Abrahamic. He was was the first person who publicly announced that there was only one God. In other words, monotheism is his discovery, if you like. Um, Ethical monotheism would be his hallmark. And his descendants, the, um, the forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, then Joseph down to Moses, and Moses, of course, is the uh, the big lawgiver, and it is the event three thousand five hundred years ago, approximately, at Mount Sinai, the slave people that have emerged from Egypt and arrived at Mount Sinai, and are handed the Ten Commandments and the rest of the uh, so-called five books of Moses. This is, if you like, the official stamp on what we now call the Jewish religion. So Abraham started it, Moses framed it into a multi-level cultural, legal, um, temple, um, rituals, and just about everything else is all at that point. And all the rituals that the the Jewish people have followed stem from the giving of the five books of Moses. And how many of the rituals that exist today, they can, uh, their roots go right back to them. How many of them actually existed then, if you follow my question? Yes, it's a good question, because in the build-up to the temple, which King Solomon um, built about 500 years later, about 3,000 years ago, up to the destruction of the second temple. Conveniently, about 2,000 years ago, everything happened. This was very clever. They did everything on these nice round numbers. It is, in (laughs) 500-year cycles. Um, But the destruction of the second temple in the year 70 was the biggest crisis in the history of the Jewish people, and also, in a sense, the biggest revolution, because the rabbis at the time, the leaders at the time, had to adapt a religion that no longer had a temple. And so much had centered around the building of the temple, temple rituals, temple sacrifices, and suddenly all gone. Mm. Not only all gone, but the Jews are no longer concentrated in one place. They're scattered. So, over the next 500 years, during the period of what we call the Talmud, which is the oral law put into writing, a new format was created, evolved, 
And that's basically the format that today Jews around the world, whatever stream they're in, mm. this is basically their format. So the, the, up until AD 70 then, did this physical structure, this temple was the, the focal point through which this relationship with God was established yep. or this discourse with God, however you want to describe it. A after that, it's through the teachings in the Talmud. Is that is that? Yeah, it? Yes. And of course, the, and the ten and the five books of Moses. The, yes. And and it's really at that point that a new um, concept comes into being and is the concept of teacher, which is rabbi. Okay. Rabbi doesn't mean a priest. Rabbi doesn't mean a priest in the Christian sense. Yeah. It doesn't mean a mullah in the Islamic sense. Uh, it means teacher. So Jewish leaders were teachers because what they were leading was not a people. They were leading a thought process. They were leading uh, an interpretation of Jewish law as practiced on a day-to-day -day basis without the temple. And how is that relationship with God defined or understood? You know, and maybe to compare it to the Christian understanding, because I'm sure that's probably most of our listeners would be most aware with, where it's, you know, that they understand God as the Trinity made in God's image, God sending his only son as as our saviour. You know, that that's very much our prism of understanding of God. What's the Jewish understanding of that relationship? The Jewish understanding, I suppose, is a much more personal, direct, undiluted, one-to-one -one relationship. That's the first thing. There is no, no go-betweens. Um, and also, because Judaism is much more than just faith, it is a culture. It is rituals, it is it's even food, it's music, it's so many other things. It is less fixated on faith than maybe some other faiths are, even sister faiths in the Abrahamic mold. So, for example, Jews are not required to put their hand up and say, I believe, because... The way people believe uh, can be very individual. Mm. And so it is, there's much less of this emphasis on belief and more of an emphasis on community, on belonging, on being part of a people, yeah. of a culture, of a history. Then um, that's really the way people remain Jewish. And that that kind of brings us on then maybe to the obvious question, which is what are the main teachings, the main beliefs of the Jewish people? So obviously monotheism is the absolute number one. The, 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 the verse from the um, five books of Moses, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is one, and the Lord is God, the Lord is one. The 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 idea that idol worship is the absolute no-no. It is the it's 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 the the thing that the five books of Moses again and again come back and say, This you must not do. Do not follow the pagan nations. Mm. And because they had all sorts of 
weird and wacky uh, gods, whether it was you know Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, um, or Mother Earth, or, or, or whatever it was, and the practices of pagan nations, these were the ultimate anathema. So the one stream or theme that has accompanied Judaism for thousands of years stems from this. Mm. There's only one God, and anything else is totally forbidden not to be even contemplated, which is why the golden calf episode mm. in the five books of Moses was so traumatic. Um, you know, and uh, so it's it's like that, that. That is probably the central theme. And and whatever stream one belongs to within Judaism, and mm. there are multiple streams, mm. um, which we, we may talk about, um, the indivisibility of one deity is probably the most common theme of all. The streams that will pop into people's heads, as you say that, are things like, uh, you know, orthodox and ultra-orthodox. Yes. These kind of these words we hear in the yes. media and elsewhere. Well, because they, 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 they make great photographs. They're very um, uh, photogenic. Black yes. hats, black side curls, um, black um, coats. And when they gather for the funeral of a half a million people, as they did a couple of weeks ago when a very senior rabbi in Israel uh, died... It, it it's great. Uh, it's it's, it's a remarkable visual. It yeah, is. yeah. Um, but that is not the mainstream of Judaism. It is a form of Judaism. It is an extreme form of Judaism. And when I say that, I'm not knocking it. Mm. I'm just stating a fact that it is at one very far extreme end of Judaism. The other extreme of Judaism, and this might be surprising to some of your listeners, I would put um, humanitarian Jews, atheist uh, Jews, um, which, which sounds like a contradiction in terms, yeah. but it isn't. Because like I say, being Jewish is not about only or necessarily making a statement about faith. So I know lots and lots of people who very comfortably identify, self-identify as Jews, keep a fair amount of Jewish rituals, the main one probably, uh, the two probably in the year that most of them um, would uh, keep in some way. One of them is the Passover meal mm. on, uh, on, uh, on Passover Eve, and the other one being Yom Kippur, which is coming up in a few weeks. But the faith element and the statement, I believe, um, is much lower down in terms of importance. Feeling Jewish, mm. being Jewish, being comfortable in a Jewish milieu, that is what they all have in common. So you've got one extreme. Uh, again, it sounds funny, but atheist Jews, I know lots. <laughs> and, and, and of course, I know many, many ultra-Orthodox with all the paraphernalia and everything else. And in between, 
are many, many shades, mm. um, including, I suppose, the mainstream would be modern orthodox. Okay. And then you've got something between modern orthodox and ultra-orthodox. And then you've got the non-orthodox streams, which is from modern orthodox back towards the, yeah. uh, the, the other extreme. The, and they're all Jews. The, 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 the limitation I've earned this week in exploring these religions is that uh, it's tough to get through three and a half, four thousand uh, odd years in 15 minutes or so. So you're going to have to come back, Yankee, and, and we'll continue the conversation because I've really enjoyed it. And thanks a million. A pleasure. For coming in. Yankee Fockler is the founder and the chair of the Jewish Historical Society of Ireland. Stay with us back in a moment. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.